hello again. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening. This week, we got a really cool interview that I did uh, with Ian Rice at Mammoth Mammoth American Tattooing. Uh, they are, you know, right here in Denver in the Whittier neighborhood. They are awesome, super cool shop. Uh, I can't wait till the summertime because they're going to be, once the weather starts to get warm out here, they're going to like do barbecues and open up the doors so you can like go and actually experience the artistic side of everything, not just the tattooing. And you go, you can get tattoos while you're there, which is pretty rad too. Um, but it's just something that, you know, I always enjoy. I always, you know, I love tattoos. I love the art of tattoos. Um, I think that the commitment to everything there uh, is insane. It's such a cool industry and it's, it's a great industry to learn from, you know, so it's, it's a permanent thing. You can't screw it up because if you screw it up, everybody's going to notice, you know, everybody knows a bad tattoo when they see one. Everybody knows a good tattoo when they see one. And it's the quickest thing. Like it, it, when you, see something like that and you see something good it's going to get promoted by everybody else it's the it's one of those industries where like grassroots and word of mouth really makes an artist and really makes a shop what they are you know um so in this episode we talk about a little bit of that we talk about social media we talk about the importance we we see where the industry is going um, and what i want everybody to kind of get out of it is that it's like when you're looking at it from a customer service standpoint and when you're looking at it from um you know your business through through the lenses of what you do it's not about you know being perfect but it's about putting out quality quality work and acting like it's permanent you're going to make mistakes you're going to have to go through a learning process and it's fine but go through it with like, hey, these are permanent. And you're going to treat every guest with this like insane care that you see when a tattoo artist is sitting there hunched over and putting ink into your skin. You're never going to see a tattoo artist going that nonchalant and just be like, ah, whatever comes out, comes out. Well, if you do, you're never going back to that guy ever again. And you're probably going to have to stop halfway through and not let him finish that tattoo. That tattoo. But if you take it as a business owner, as an operator, and you go in with that mindset of it's going to be really hard to fix this if I screw it up, go into it with a permanent, expecting a permanent action, a permanent result to what you're doing, it's going to change the way you think. It's going to change the amount of care, the amount of time that you actually put in preparation, the amount of time that you, uh, you, know, you train and make sure that your people are ready to go. And I think it's a really great way to look at it. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of pressure that comes with it. And you don't want to put too much on people. But go into it with the mindset of like, this is the most important thing I can do. And I'm not going to screw it up. Because I've put in all that due diligence. I've done all the due diligence. I've put in all that work. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm ready to go. In their industry, customer service is super important. Um, the repeat business is crazy. The amount of times that we've gone back to Ian is great. And then even, you know, some of the other tattoo artists that we go to in the city, it's amazing. Like I've been going to the same guy for years. It's cause I like him. He does good work. Uh, the shop's fun and they put 
you know, they give you this environment that makes you want to come back, makes you feel a part of them. Okay, so I have Ian Rice, uh, professional tattoo artist, all around cool dude. Um, he's oh, done, yeah, you know, awesome. <laughs> he's done the um, most of the tattoos on my wife. Uh, and he's always done good work. He's always gotten sweet compliments. And actually, the first day that my wife and I were dating, we went to your shop, and she got her first tattoo. Yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. It was kind Thanks of a cool experience. With it. So, how do you that alone? Like, how do you build those relationships and find somebody who like is going to stick with you? Because it's it's something that I feel like tattoo artists have a bunch of repeat business. How, uh, how do you create that? Well, first of all quality i hope everybody comes back to their tattoo artist that produces a really good tattoo you know so there's your first you know impression on your tattoo artist even if you know even if they're a little weird or something we're all fucking weird but (laughs) like if you got a dope tattoo you're like nice all right great i'm never coming back yeah yeah i hope so what I mean, your, your industry is such a permanent thing. Like, how did you get into it? How did you, because I, I don't have the guts to be like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to start tattooing on something. Like, even my own skin. I wouldn't ever do that. Uh, well, I guess uh, I've always wanted to be some sort of professional artist since I was young. Uh, grew up in a really artistic family, but also like a working class family. So I never found the opportunity to make art professionally until actually my cousin who's also a tattoo artist jared rice um he was apprenticing at emporium of design and if anybody knows that's like one of the old it was one of the oldest tattoo shops in denver and i had no idea what the hell tattooing was but i was always like kind of into the counter culture kind of stuff It's different than mainstream totally and he's like come check out this shop i'm working at you know it's like all right uh, you know, and I was like, wow, you guys just sit around and listen to music and <laughs> Hang draw and day. fuck around all day? And they're like, yeah, it's awesome. I was like, fuck yeah. And one day he's like, hey, man, just bring in your artwork. There's, you know, someone is looking for an apprentice at the shop. Just just bring in your stuff. And everybody at that point kind of knew me from just, like, hanging around. And I don't know. And they looked at my artwork and... Fortunately for me, they were like, you want to learn how to tattoo? And I was like, that was it right there. It's like, I didn't, I just wanted to do that and still doing it. That's so cool. I mean, how hard is that transition from doing it? Like you see it, you're, you're drawing it on paper and then to, to put it on skin, a totally different medium. Like how difficult was that to learn? Uh, extremely difficult. <laughs> I think some people still don't grasp it. I mean, but it's just... You know, it's just like a tool. It's just like painting. You just got to learn it. You got to be intuitive and just feel it out. It takes years and years, obviously. Now it's like fucking breathing for me. Right. It's second nature. It's easy. Yeah, exactly. So it's such a a competitive thing that I've seen. Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody seems to be like, you know, from from my perspective as a consumer, it's like, you know, I think I have like the best tattoo artist and I know where I'm going. Yeah, for sure. So like, how do you... How do you differentiate yourself from those other people in Denver, which is such a dense market? Well, I mean, I grew up here. That kind of helps. Um, people know me. 
that also helps just from being in Denver tattooing centrally Denver for a long time so that also they, you know that helps also you know like working at um, nice shops people like my peers I like to surround myself with people who are very talented artists you know that makes me feel good about myself obviously because I'm like oh damn you right, want right. me to work next That's to great. Feedman or you know next to my cousin or you know I'm like that's awesome and you know just quality is definitely helps and working in a nice tattoo shop like Mammoth American of course you know like surrounding yourself by artists it kind of just like proves that like you belong and yeah yeah like you're gonna get a quality tattoo so what what's the worst thing you've seen come in here like not from everybody else that's done it but like there are a lot of bum places there are a lot of places that like when you're going up and down Colfax they're not all bad but like when you're going up and down these places and you you see something that's subpar like what's the What's what, the worst my thing you've reaction? seen? Yeah. Oh, or like, that, like that somebody's come in. Seen? Yeah, somebody's come in and like oh, ask you to fix it. I don't know. I've seen. I, I see it all the time. <laughs> so right. it's hard for me to like be like, oh, one time I saw this fucked up tattoo because you know that's just part of the business. You're like, yeah. My first tattoo was done by one of my friends who's apprenticing in his uh, in his garage. Sure. And it's sounds sounds it's pretty sounds really cool. Pretty, pretty shitty. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, it was it was you know. I mean, it sounds clean too. Yeah, super, super clean. clean. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Real, real smart choice for the first time, you know. I don't know. Sometimes I, when I was younger, I used to bash shit like that. But I mean, it's still pretty punk rock, and that's like kind of one of the things we don't have anymore in like this day and age. It's like people like bashing. I'm like, dude, that's pretty punk rock though. So like, how do you... in a garage? Like, I like that. One of the things that I, I, I think is funny is like when you first started out saying it was, it was very counterculture and now tattooing has become this thing where it's very like in, it's, it's the mainstream and oh, yeah. you know, you have shows like... The, you can't even fucking open Instagram without seeing a tattoo, even if you don't even like follow tattoo artists, right. you're going to see some, sh- you know... You're going to see something, yeah, no exactly. matter what. It's just everywhere now. Where do you think it's going to go now? Like, is it is it gonna stay like mainstream is it something that's gonna yeah at this point yeah it's gonna be like extremely normalized you know like even even like employers and stuff for the most part i think are like oh tattoos like whatever you know especially right. in denver cares. denver is like a mecca of tattooing now so it's right. like it's not no one no one turns their head if you got like a face tattoo it's now. casual yeah you're like damn you work at illegal peds dude of course you have face tats <laughs> like whatever um so with all that and with this being like a mecca and everything like that, you know, how do you, social media is a big play. And like you said, you turn it on, you turn on Instagram and like, that's the first thing you see. And I think I follow like four or five tattoo artists sure. and that's mostly what my Instagram ends up being is tattoos and people mm-hmm. showing them off and everything. I mean, how do, cool. I mean, it's cool. It's awesome. I like right. to see it, but like, how do you make yourself stand out from that? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, like I said, again, just quality. I just try to keep my tattoos look really good, and I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I have this whole debate <laughs> with the owner. Like we always talk about this stuff. It's like creating content. There's like algorithms. There's all this stuff that you potentially could learn, and a lot of people do. There's like a system behind it. Um, but I, I mean, I'm kind of over that already. You know, like, I don't have a bazillion Instagram followers, which is fine. But, I mean, people come to this shop and seek us out because 
we create quality quality artwork of course and we're just really good at customer service obviously we have great i mean google's obviously right big like, help yeah huge um but you know that's all i can really say about instagram well, so which is I'm- like the huge thing obviously. well that's the thing it's like it's, it's the big place to find people that i've seen and 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 there's so many people put so much focus on that mm-hmm. and one of my big like proponent one of the things that i like to push is like it's not necessarily about how many followers you have or the content that you make it's it's about the the human interaction because that's the one thing that's lacking everybody else learns how to manipulate the algorithms and see everything that but if you can't create that human interaction with somebody mm-hmm. you're never going to get the meaningful business you're just going to get a thousand likes on instagram and that's cool yeah, but that doesn't mean anything to you you know no nah, i mean some people live off that though yeah I mean, which is great yeah but... get those in, those get those likes get those endorphin you know like yeah. feel good about yourself but yeah at the end of the day i'm like yeah i did a dope ass tattoo right you know i made someone happy we had a good time we we laughed and I don't know I mean you and that's the thing is like you've created even with us like you've I've never been tattooed by you but I have this like relationship with you just through us because you are like a nice guy and you do good work and it's that's all you really need to do to create repeat business you know yeah for sure I mean I like to think that at least but you know some days like oh damn you know (laughs) I only got 200 likes on this tattoo that I love that there's like a selfie of me or something. People are like, I got like quadruple that. Like, damn, I know I'm handsome, but like my tattoos are really cool. Like, check this out. But it can be frustrating. No, definitely. definitely. You are you are definitely handsome. I wouldn't don't don't <laughs> don't let anybody tell you oh, otherwise. Um, all right. So the big thing too is like you know I do obviously I work in customer service and mm-hmm. there's the whole thing that like you know the customer is always right. But mm-hmm. my industry is. Uh, I'm not going to make somebody pissed off if I give them a burnt cheeseburger. Like, they'll be mad if they get a burnt yeah, yeah. cheeseburger, but they're not going to come back and, like, right. it's not with them forever. Yeah. So, like, when, a, when you have a client come in and they think that they've got this kick-ass idea and they've got the best sure. pla- placement in the world, how do you, and it sucks, how do you talk them out of it? How do you direct them to a place that makes them still feel happy about what they do? And Right. Well, everybody should get the tattoo they want to an extent. Like, if it's not going to work, I'm going to just be honest with you, like, or I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fucking nice. They like to, compared to some people I've worked with, but yeah, I'm like, you know what? That's not gonna look good. And right. I'll just tell them. And then I'll, I, I kind of uh, push them in the right direction, but they're very stubborn. You know, I'll do something to the best of my ability. I'm not going to give them something that's not going to heal well or not hold up after two years, but I'll do for the most part, you know, something that they want, as long as I can do it, so. That would be the hardest part about, at least for me, for your job, is just like, because I can only imagine some of the requests, and you're right, you have sure. to give them. Yeah, I just tell, I mean, if, if someone's gonna be a, that big of a pain in my ass, I just politely ask it to go somewhere else, basically. Like, yeah, Get the hell I'm out of here. Do it. Yeah. So what's the, what's the worst part like, what's the worst placement you've had to do? Worst area of the placement? body? Yeah. Like, on me? Like, on, no, on somebody else. Like, what's the what's the most annoying thing that you've had to do? Oh, I don't know. I mean, inside of the lip, that's annoying. I only do that for, like, homies, basically. Right. I'm like, if anybody else comes here, I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Well, or even like so, the, like, how much can you... You can't really charge somebody a whole lot for the inside of the lip, either. It's not oh, a whole sure lot of work I can. that you do. I mean, a shop minimum. <laughs> yeah, I'm not right. gonna... <laughs> I'm sorry. And that's a... That's a 
pain in the ass, like just gripping someone's lip. Hammering <laughs> away. And I'm like, all right, hopefully this works. What it like? What's the average? Uh, like, what's the average tattoo cost? The the consumer to like, what's if I came in and say, hey, I just want something pretty simple. Hour of my time. I don't know. I mean, Denver is not cheap. <laughs> just it's saying. true. Uh, our shop minimum's a hundred bucks, and I'm like, that's pretty reasonable. Average. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's funny I mean, when people ask about like, it. Dudes that do big tattoos, you know, like back pieces and right. sleeves and shit. So I'm like, hundred bucks, that's pretty good. Like, even if it's like the tiniest tattoo, it's gonna be clean as hell. It's gonna look good, and it's gonna look good hopefully for the rest of your life. So your shop hours are pretty awesome. Actually, you're here quite a bit. It's what eleven to. Uh, we're open 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's pretty standard, yeah. I think, for a tattoo shop. It's pretty nice. You got you got any openings coming up? Are you booked out for like eight months? No, I'm Walk-ins? pretty. I'm always. I, I try to book one appointment in a day, and then if I got time to do something in between, I'll do it. I'm it not like I'm not one of those too. guys. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I like to make money and I like to tattoo. Um, and I have like a pretty strong worth ethic, I want to say. Uh, that's what people tell me anyway. So <laughs> I'm like, I'll stay late. Like, shit, I'll do a couple more tattoos today. And I don't know. It's just that mentality I guess I've always had and working at street shops most of my career. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, tattooing, that's what I do. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So, Never going to turn somebody away. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to get in touch with me, definitely, you know, look, go to my Instagram or Go to my website, ianricetattoos.com, book something. It's easier that way, especially if you want something custom. Right. Well, awesome. I Thank you for doing this. I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah. We're going to get a tattoo now, which is pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, follow him on Instagram. Reach out to him. Uh, you know, come to the shop. Super cool. They got a lot of great artwork. They do a lot of cool art shows, and mm-hmm. um, all of it's sweet. So. Yeah. Yeah, come check out the shop. We're always... We love to have visitors. It's in the Whittier neighborhood. It's really nice. Just come in and check out some art. It's sweet. Definitely one of the least sketchiest tattoo shops I've ever been in. Oh, well, I've been just some... wait until we start. No, I'm <laughs> awesome. Right, thanks, man. The interview was so much fun. And, again, what we were trying to get out of that whole process was when you're looking at customer service and when you're looking at trying to tell somebody no and when you're looking at giving somebody something that's going to be with them for the the rest of their life that's not going anywhere you can try to get it removed and you can get it covered up but i mean you're still you're still inking yourself forever it's how you delicately delicately handle situations and one of the cool thing was uh while we were doing that a gentleman came in uh ian was the only person working in the shop that day it was a snowy day uh it was just kind of slower the rest of the shop they were out at a tattoo convention out in salt lake city so you know everybody was kind of busy it was just him and the shop assistant who was there these people came in looking for a walk-in tattoo and like we said you know ian isn't going to turn him down but he you know he just wants to hear it all out and it, it 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 was just great to see him to see him work that that situation down uh, the gentleman wanted a, he, th- this guy wanted a couple different tattoos and he already had one that he wanted re- reworked. Uh, he didn't like the way it turned out from some other artists and wanted Ian to, to jazz it up, make it new again. 
and just the, you know, the way that Ian handled the situation where it wasn't a, no, man, I can't do that for you. It's like, look, I know my ability and I know what that is. And I know how much time we have. If you want to set something up, I can definitely make that work for you, but we're not doing that today. And just watching him go and not even say no to the guy who's just like, that's not going to work. Let me lead you in another direction. You're already here. We're already going to do the other, the other two tattoos, but we're going to, we're going to slide you away from that real quick. And I'm going to put what is going to stay on your body forever. It's going to look good. And that's not going to look good. And that trust that you build instantaneously with just a reaction like that. If you straight up say, no, I'm not doing that. How do you expect that guy to trust you? How do you expect that consumer, that guest to want to be there anymore? But when you say, I don't believe that's the best thing that we can do in that this time. That's not going to work right. I want it to look good. Well, now that changes everything. You know, that means like, oh, okay, you care. You've got my best interests. If you can do that in your business without saying no and just, you know, guiding guiding your guests to the answers that you want. It's going to build trust. It's going to make your life easier. And you're going to build this reputation of they're there to take care of me always, even if you can't always take care of them, you know? It's the perception. Well, again, I want to thank you for listening. I always appreciate it. Uh, go visit our website, Mile High Radio, milehigh-radio.com. Follow us. Um, I just do my personal stuff uh, for Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, but you can find out all the information on our website. Follow Ian. Uh, you know, you heard him earlier talk about his Instagram and everything like that. Go visit the shop's website, mammothamerican.com. They've got a lot of great work. You can also go to Ian's website, like he said, uh, ianricetattoos.com. That way you can go and just kind of book straight with him. He's an amazing guy, does amazing work, super funny. But just, you know, experience it, learn from it, and come out in the summertime when they're there. We're going to be there too. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun.